What's up, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Prime Examples. I'm Prime Time here with the big homie Prince. Philly is on hiatus until next week. So we send in some vibes her way, guys. Or what? In the six. In the six. Person is back. Our melanated yes. fact checker person is in the house. We switched places, Philly and I. Be united and it feels <laughs> so good. And she brought the sauce. <laughs> Chocolate sauce, cinnamon spoon. Oh, in the middle. Oh. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank all the you. stuff we said about you. You take yeah. it all yeah. back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> good, good, because I'm fielding offers. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast where we get together once a week and figure it out. So without further ado, uh, we'll get right into it. So how's everybody, man? How are you guys? Good, good. It's yeah, getting yeah. cold. It is. It is. Winter's here, man. It's like minus twenty all week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, For our non-Canadian uh, listeners, mm-hmm. what's minus twenty degrees Celsius in uh, Fahrenheit? In Fahrenheit. Oh, wow. <laughs> negative twenty. Uh-huh. I think once it goes negative, the negative is the same. Yeah. Right? Didn't, no. <laughs> no. Let's. No. We could Google that. Shit, yeah. But we'll find it. But, That's Google worthy right now. It's going down because fact checker is in the house. It's minus four Fahrenheit. Minus four Fahrenheit. Yeah. And to them, that's crazy. That's deadly to them. Yeah. And this not, negative twenty ain't that crazy. We exactly. get the forties and all that, but we get the fifties, no, bro. Yeah, we this is southern Alberta. Like we get the fifties. We'll pray on that, man. But other than that, <laughs> just staying warm. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean, heats yes. up. One month till twenty twenty. Till twenty twenty, and it, and and it's a decade. It's a it's a it's a milestone one, right? Because mm-hmm. it's it breaks into a whole new decade. Yeah. I was thinking about it this morning. I was writing like this month's goals down. I'm like, yo, these are the goals I want to catch before uh, the month is up. And I and it dawned on me. I'm like, yo, twenty. What was I doing in 2010? I remember distinctly. I was in Calgary in 2010. You? Yeah, I came for a wedding. You? I did. was downtown Calgary in 2010. Jeez, Louise. I was in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. I was going a hundred miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Thug life out the window. Oh man, good times, you know. What ten years? The difference ten years would make, huh? Exactly. <laughs> no, that's cool. You guys man. believe in New Year's resolutions? I, I, I. What do you mean, believe in it? <laughs> no. Like, you do mean... you set them? Do you set one, and then do you follow through? I, I set monthly goals. Yeah, man. you set goals yeah. all year long. So like, New Year's don't matter. It, it, it won't make a new difference. New year, new beginning. Yeah, no, no, I'm not. I did, I did it once last year when I started my whole like health. Mm-hmm. Um, journey. journey, I guess, but like now it's like every month I'm resetting my goals, whether I knock one down or I need to reset it because I failed at it, you know. Yeah. So my goals are always at the end of the month. I'm I'm redoing it, yeah. I, and I'm writing them down. And I'm like, I think these are more like if you look at it as a long term pull out mm-hmm. year. Like, where do I want to be in 2021 mm-hmm. by the end of everything? You mm-hmm. know, what I mean, those are big goals as well. That's yeah. The long-term goals yeah. are really good. Mm-hmm. You know, they they help you with the like staying motivated for something because yeah. they're your why. Yeah. Like the why you want. Like at the end of twenty twenty, you want to do this. You know, but then you got to focus on uh, the little knickknacks that'll get yeah. you there. You know, it puts mm-hmm. things in perspective too. One hundred percent. You need to know where you're going to reach next and what you need to do. <laughs> if you didn't get there, why didn't you get there? Mm-hmm. Just kind of. And then you can reevaluate exactly, right. and that's what that's what I do monthly. I like. If I flop on something like this month, I flop heavy, <laughs> heavy, heavy, heavy. I won't even lie. This month, hey, was, school caught up with me, and honestly, I was I, I got swamped with school. So my I had like a uh, uh, like a dietary regimen I was on, 
that shit went out the window. Uh, my workhouse, that shit like it's like whenever I, I actually caught a moment, it wasn't even like my my mm-hmm. schedule one, right? So it was this month was a it was a big L for me. This one's but, a write off. Yeah, yeah, but I rewrote the you know what I mean right back at it like exactly. same yeah. fucking goals from last month that I failed. I'm like you got to just. What is it? Yeah, what is it called when they, you you have minutes left over and you can take it over to the next month? Roll, 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 roll over, minutes. <laughs> roll yeah, over roll minutes. minutes. Yeah, I got the rollover goals. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I have to get more birthdays that resonate with me. Birthdays more personal, like on a yearly basis. Okay, this year I'm thirty. Mm. I want to achieve by thirty-one. Yeah, right? I think mm-hmm. it's a little bit more personal for me. Facts. I try to nod birthdays, man. <laughs> I, I can. I don't like the tension of it. Yeah, I don't yeah. Like the whole. You know, you it's your birthday, it's your day, you know, everything's yeah. about you. Nah, man. That's why I disappear and try to go to an island or something. <laughs> yeah. Completely detached. I'll call moms at the airport, but like, hey, by the way, I know y'all gonna call me. Yeah. I'll be in Trinidad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Hit me on the WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Hit me on the WhatsApp. I'm not roaming for y'all. But I get that. That's dope, too. Yeah. Like, everybody sets, you know, at, mm-hmm. their, at their milestones, right? Mm-hmm. So, exactly. What do you guys think about, like, these, uh, like, five-year goals and shit? I like them. I, I'll, I'll tell you what I think about them. I like them. But I feel like they're they're scary, you know what I mean? Like in five years, because technically in five years you you should amount to something uh, completely different than whatever you're doing, right? Um, or bigger mm-hmm. in a bigger way. So it's like scary. But then when you have the little goals and you focus on those ones, you kind of like, and you just show up at the yeah. at the finish line, at the, at the yeah, line. yeah, at the five year line, you just show up like, hey, I'm here. I don't know how I feel about that because when you're making that goal, you're making that predetermination based on information you have in the moment mm-hmm. and in that five years anything can happen right like it's easier to make monthly goals or even yearly goals but in five years you have no idea you could so have two that's kids so yeah you don't know especially as a woman yeah. right you, five years for me is just uh, a hope and a wish i don't i, I don't find it very yeah. realistic that's that's and very I, insightful mm-hmm. I think, very insightful i think setting something for it for five years, like where I want to be in life, mm-hmm. is always a good idea, right? Mm-hmm. But I think we grew up in a, in, in a society where more like you know, what I mean? yeah, like, yeah, anything yeah. could happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> Said like, I mean you could die, you know, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you plan for a five year, not knowing yeah, yeah, exactly. where that five years is. Even be. even these monthly goals, man, you don't Absolutely. know if you're gonna be in yeah, yeah. But monthly, I feel like it'd be a little bit more <laughs> realistic. Yeah, 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 realistic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, not to sound morbid or anything about disappearing in five no, years, but, it's true, but it's true. five years is a long time if you That's think about it. And then true. also at the same time, it's a short amount of time because five by. years goes by quick. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. two five years have went by in the last decade. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> quick maths. <laughs> oh man, no man, it's good to have you guys back. It's good to freaking be back. Uh, we've been out with sicknesses, cold, <laughs> travels, travels. Everybody, like you know, it happens. yeah, man, but it happens. Life, man. Yeah, yeah, man. And 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 I kept like I kept getting uh, messages and stuff from people like, "Yo, what's up with the episode, cuz?" Yeah. I'm like, "Yo, oh, I'm, I'm dying, love, I'm dying." Yo. Love. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> is. Yeah, yeah. Facts, man. I get some like even today. I guess I got a great message. I woke up to uh, from from a girl. She uh she messaged person and I yeah I used um, to go to school with her and she was just like yo this we need this space for for well read black people to like get together and talk respectfully and I'm like yo like I'm like wow like this is a great message to wake up to you know what I mean I'm like I love it man she's I love all it. about that positive vibe facts man and I'm and I'm all about anybody that's about the positive yeah. vibes for mm-hmm. sure for sure mm-hmm. so shout out to her and what do we got on the dockets okay well we can start with 
just recently, Gabrielle Union was fired from her role as a judge from America's Got Talent. Uh So after it was announced that she would not return the next season, apparently the behind the scenes politics was that she expressed concern about Uh racially insensitive situations. Um, And one of them involved Jay Leno. So he was a guest judge and he apparently made a joke about Asian people and eating dogs or something weird like that. And it was edited out. So it was kind of shady. So she expressed concerns about some racial insensitive situations. There was another time where a guy came on and he was a contestant and he auditioned with an act where he impersonated or portrayed people of color and he wore different costumes. So I don't watch the show, so I don't know what that's about. And apparently there was also some heavy heavy monitoring about her um, outfits and hair choices. And I think I've seen that. Yeah. I yeah. Think I've so seen then that. she, her and the other lady, I think Julianne Howe, they both are coming back, but Julianne didn't say anything. But Gabrielle and her husband are like, well, you know, we still haven't gotten an apology. So. Wait, wait. Do you guys think they're going to get an apology? Wait, wait. What show was this again? America's, America's Got, got talent. talent. You know what's funny? Isn't this the same, um, same one Nick Cannon was hosting as well? And he got mm-hmm. fired? Yeah. I don't so. know who hosts it now because she's the just judge. She was a judge. She was yeah, a judge. Yeah, she was a judge. Yeah. He was a host. McKenna yeah. was a host and he got fired. I think mm-hmm. he got fired because some comments he made on a radio show or something and they said that doesn't matter. Nah, he got fired because he's black. <laughs> he's yeah, he's wearing them turbans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all chill. I think it's Howie Mandel. <laughs> Howie, Howie's in there. Let's be ethnically uh, uh, sensitive, guys. <laughs> Howie Mandel. Oh, Terry Crews takes over from Tyra Banks as host for the next season. No way. That big ass, that big ass nigga still complaining about freaking some some dude touched him or something. An agent touched him. I'm I'm not a big Terry Crews fan. I like. I think I think he he's extra. And uh, uh, like I was just, I was watching a show called Black Love, and then uh, it's a random show. Yeah, it's a random show, but yo, it's very insightful. If you're yeah. if you're married and if you're a couple, it's very insightful. You and know, black and black, yeah. <laughs> But, like, when I saw him and his wife, they're sitting there, you know what I mean? And when he talks, it's like, yo, he's an actor, you know what I mean? Like, I could see him acting, you know? And, like, trying to to bring out the tears, you know what I mean? And the tears would have come. Crocodile tears, dog. They would have come. Fucking liar. They've been married 29 years. Fucking liar, bro. Nah, man. No nah, man. Man, listen, back to Gabriel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, yeah. I just jumped out. Yeah, of that. Exactly. Back to Gabby. So, what's what's the situation? She's fired now. Yeah, she's fired, and mm. they're saying we haven't gotten real clarity or an apology about why she's fired. Um, but you know, Simon Cowell told her get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. So, there's what do you guys people. think? They 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 they're gonna end up getting an apology? Well, there has to be some. Who's coming up with this, like, accusations of what America... I think it was, like, she got fired, and it was shown that, hey, she's not coming back, and then all these reports came out from behind the scenes, and her, she's just kind of subtweeting. Like, people are saying, this is how you make an apology, and she's subtweeting. And then Dwayne Wade said something like, you know, she was a great host, and I stand by my wife, but... Mm, and that's the thing, I'm I'm a little biased. I don't know her hosting abilities. Yeah. Uh, No, guest judge. As a guest judge, sorry, yeah. uh, her judging abilities yeah, on the yeah. show because I haven't really watched my talent. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't watch that shit either. <laughs> so let's move on. <laughs> so yeah. uh, I'm sure she's not going to be unemployed yeah. for, yeah. for a long time. Oh, yeah, and they're rich, yeah. yeah. She's good to go, man. Yeah, exactly. Good luck, Gabrielle Union. Yeah, yeah, you're on your own with this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, they, if they fouled you, get your money, get, get your paid. Money, yeah. uh, we, 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 we support, support yeah. you on that one. Facts, facts. We support. Um, so I have on the docket. An update from our last episode uh, with the hymen. Oh my god! 
So oh rapper T.I. and his wife uh, went on um, Jada Pinkett Smith's uh, show. Red Table Talk. Red Table Talk. And they went to set the record straight. So um, I watched, we actually all sat here and listened to the episode. Uh, you know, I, he took the blame. Like he said, yeah, that was very insensitive of me. with some whack shit. But at the same time, he... He's not apologizing to the he's world. He's not apologizing. Like what he said. And that's true. He doesn't need to apologize Absolutely. to nobody except for his daughter. And that's all he did. He said, I apologize to my daughter. That was insensitive of me doing that. And that was my biggest argument was he, he, he fucked her up. spoke on his family in, in the public light, you know, without their consent. Yeah, I don't know if he's telling the full truth because his daughter was dun, dun, like, dun, 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 yeah. So you don't think it's sincere? No, I don't think the apology is sincere because um, he's saying, oh, well, everybody took it very literally. Mm-hmm. Well, you said it literally. You're not a funny guy. You're not out here making jokes. It's not like we're going to be like, oh, he was joking. No, T.I. is he pretty said, fucking funny. He said it literally. He was telling like, hey, I go to these things. And he's mm. like, well, why did you guys interpret it? Like, it was t- I was telling the truth. That's true. Because we thought you were telling the truth. True. And his daughter unfollowed him. And then the, his daughter's mom, who was in tiny, she had um, like things too about it being very intrusive. So I don't know if I buy the whole... I, it was okay with my daughter. It was okay with her mom. And, I, you know, I was never in the exam room. He said, give me my results. I don't know. I'm not buying it. But I find it interesting how the Red Table Talk became the PR move for black celebrities. 100%, because that's the most, like, um, like left-wing, like, black. So, your dog, they have a freaking transgender uh, uh, pastor that was on one of the episodes. I was just looking at their episode list. That's as left as you can get, you know what I mean? Um, but that's a that's a space where where black people feel like, hey man, if they're if they're ever like being attacked by people and they want to set the record straight, yeah, with come through, yeah, with openness, yeah. I think that's kind of the only option that's out viable option for black people. For right. black folks, yeah, they did for Jordan Woods, that girl, exactly. And, uh, exactly. Lamar Odom was on there. Was he? Was Lamar he? Odom was on there. I think you're right. I think you're right. I didn't I didn't see him on the episode. I'm gonna list. agree with person though. Mm-hmm. I feel like. He rehearsed that, you know what I mean? That, that was something where he's like, "Look, they listen to the tape again. They mm-hmm. listen to the recording. Like, okay, here's the points I can argue. So yeah, yeah. You didn't hear me say it this way. Exactly. You see me do it that way. Exactly. You know what I mean? Y'all assume that. Mm-hmm. Nah, man. We we took what you said and ran <laughs> with it, and that's what it was. You know what I mean? It wasn't about you. You said I take her. I put the thing on her door. Yeah. Tell her she got a nine o'clock morning. Yeah. Uh, you made it sound, you know, funny. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you meant what you said. There was some truth to that. And it wasn't no emphasis on, you know, health concerns and her overall, you know, physical well-being. It was for the sole purpose of determining her virginity. And then they have on the TV show where her son is like, hey, I lost my virginity at 12 or 13 or whatever. And they're kind of making jokes about on the beach. Mm -hmm. So I don't think he really addressed that whole. And it it was so scary to people and like at large. Uh, The Huffington Post actually um, just published a article uh, titled New York State Legislators Aim to Ban Purity Exams After TI Comments. So what they're saying is technically um, there's no medical or scientific definition of mm-hmm. a virginity. Rather, virginity is a social and religious construct. Mm-hmm. A I'm sorry, maybe I'm a little old school, uh, but you know what I mean? If you know your daughter ain't out here riding horses... I don't think politics should get involved in facts. Facts. But I have a question. My question is uh, T.I., would he have come and set the record straight 
um, after these comments had it not been a blowback on him? Would it be if it was just his daughter that got mad at him? Would he have come back into the public and said, "Hey, man, uh, my daughter's upset with me, mm-hmm. and I want to clear this up"? You know, I don't think he'd do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it, for me, that's and that's where I draw the figure. Like, huh? he's a public figure. Yes. I mean? So at the end of the day, the people would have heard this. You know what I mean? What he says about his family. No, no, no. If society was okay with that, yeah, saying, yeah. like, imagine it was okay. He said it. It was all good. But the only person that got pissed off about it was his daughter. Yeah, she yeah. cut him off the Absolutely way. Absolutely not. You know? Yeah, not would, not he, would he, would he, did damage control come back out and said, hey, no. I feel, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Think that would mess with his, this is messing with his money right this, now. Yeah. yeah. Bottom line. It's messing with yeah. his money. There we go. Now we get into it. Yes. Yeah. Let's so get to it. Once that kicks in, yeah. you got to try to get everything back as yeah. quick as possible. You know what I mean? And I was listening to this uh, blogger and she was saying he told the story as though his beliefs and his stance on it was reinforced and he's told it before. And people are like, yeah, man, that's a good thing to do. And he told it so naturally, like it was like, oh, my circles are okay with it. And he felt so natural saying it and mm-hmm. confident saying it. And I think he was completely caught off by the blowback. By the blowback, exactly. Even, yeah, even his and wife even- was there defending him. Mm-hmm. And he even said it on the, the, the episode here where he's uh, he's like, tell me what is a man's role in, in this day <laughs> society kind of thing, you know? Because, yeah, right, to me, yeah. the father's role, because to me, it seems like we're just like sperm donors and pay for shit. And that's about it. And uh, Jada. Jada's mom. Okay. Yeah, she, she was like, nah, nigga, it's not that, you know? And then he goes, what is it? Is it the fact that I talked about the hymen? And they're like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, and it's the fact that he's like, he still doesn't, understand. He still doesn't get no, it, no. you know, that really, he's absolutely yeah, that, right in his own. Exactly. Right. He's doing this, like you said, to clean up his image. And I love uh-huh. what Jada said about this. It resonated with me, uh-huh. where she said, when I was raising my daughter with Will, I told Will, you love her, but I lead her and I teach her. I found that very insightful because they have a boy and a girl. Yeah. And I guess it applies, I'm assuming, to the boy too, where it's like, I'll love him, but you lead him. Uh-huh. I found that very nice. Yeah, actually, that's. That's really dope. I didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. I, I was in. I must have zoned out. <laughs> but look, at the same time, there are single parent family houses exactly, where exactly. a father would raise a daughter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to the not, best of his ability. Best of his ability, not take yeah. through no hymen check. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. And then vice versa. Mm-hmm. Mothers, there's a lot of mothers that are taking care of their kids, their sons, mm-hmm. and raising men. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, the best you can do is talk to your children, be real with your children. Yeah. It's his mistake. Simply was going public with public. and his own family matter. Now to the point where American politics are involved yeah. in your possible, and they're just doing that. that. I think they're just doing that to get a blow, but like Bro, to, the to, craziest, to, to get an easy one. To get an easy, not an easy one. They're not gonna even the legislature might even not go through. Who knows? Um, but I think they're doing that just because he's so active in the political field that they're just um, trying to like shame him. You know, a hundred percent. And the thing is, watching what's going on in politics right now with the mm-hmm. whole. Um, Impeachment trials and everything. Mm-hmm. They're bringing up ASAP Rocky. Like, <laughs> I didn't know that. I swear to God, they're talking about, oh, did this involve, you know, the talk about ASAP Rocky in, in Europe? Yeah. Like, yeah, there was a talk about ASAP, and that's how they oh Ukraine all that. Like, are you kidding me? This yeah. is what America. ASAP is tied in with the Ukraine shit? No, bro. The European, <laughs> uh, the, uh, the, the, what's his name? Ambassador of the European Union. Oh, yeah. It was basically discussing everything that happens pretty much in okay. that region, right? Talking about ASAP. During an impeachment trial. Mm-hmm. So yeah. American politics is crazy yeah. in its own way, but T.I. messed up. Right now, he's just trying to make sure he can mm-hmm. save some of his money. Right. Uh, 
Yeah. And you it's know, all about the bag. At the end of the day, there's no moral consequences for yeah. this guy. He there's no moral. Right. Yeah, I, I don't think. I think. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he, he feels doesn't care any, that you think. Yeah, that. No, he doesn't give a shit. Okay, it's the fact it. that his money is being affected exactly. right now yeah, that yeah. he's coming out and exactly. he's apologizing, exactly. bro. Because the second part of the episode, it's him and Tiny, and you can tell how he thinks it's his misogynist tendency. Bro, Tiny doesn't say nothing, bro. She just sits there, shit. No, the only time she did talk <laughs> is when they were saying, this is what we didn't say. Yeah. And she's backing him up. Yeah, he didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it sounded scripted yeah. to me. It did, it, it did. did. It sounded like, exactly. When yeah. I say it, she you come in and you reinforce it, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. You made the comments alone. Go to Red Table, talk to him. Exactly. That's very true. Yeah. That's very he, true. he does need the backup. You know what it is? He needs the support of a black woman to, to you know, to, to, to help legitimize uh, the, uh, the wildness of the shit that he did, you know what I mean? And it didn't fly. It didn't fly. So any more? Is there? You think there's gonna be more about this time and stuff? I'm pooped. I'm or, done with done it. With yeah, it? I'm, I didn't yeah. want to talk about it. Anymore. Do you think the world's gonna leave it alone now, or is there? Yeah, we live in a in a on to the next thing kind of environment. Next hot topic. Yeah, the next five seconds is the something else came up. How many things came up? We had the Kaepernick. Yes, Colin, Colin, Colin. Mm-hmm. So his workout. Uh, everybody knew a couple weeks back with the uh, he kind of switched it up on the NFL. They set him up at the Atlanta Falcons Stadium, um, and we were discussing like it's it's gonna happen. Yeah, the last I mean? episode we had, um, and he flipped it last minute on a couple hours before, three four hours before. He said, "No, I am going to have it in a Atlanta high school mm-hmm. build. Um, he's gonna have because the thing is the NFL. He didn't want to take chances with the NFL. Mm-hmm. He says, "I don't trust a company that's." kind of blackballed me mm-hmm. last three years to, you know, dictate my future at mm-hmm. this point. So when he was – they were going to make him sign waiver agreements at the practice facility. Um, he couldn't pick his own wide receivers. They're going to sign wide receivers for him to catch, people to catch for him. Uh, the only camera personnel that can be in are NFL contracted camera. Okay. So to him, it looked like, hey, you guys are trying to set me up yeah. with failure. Yeah. And I'm stage good. too. It looks staged. Yeah. So last minute, you know, flip the script. Did it in Atlanta, uh, high school had his own receivers. Um, I think out of the twenty-four that were spo- that were there at the Atlanta Falcon Stadium, only eight rolled up to the to the high school one because the last minute changes. Yeah, but at the end of the day, he's like, I'm not going to let you guys control the narrative. Mm-hmm. It's this is how I'm going. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did good. People like the criticism was. Uh, was pretty good. The critique, sorry, was yeah. pretty good. He's on still playing at a t- top level. Top, decent. You know what I mean? He can still throw way better than half of the, the dudes out mm-hmm. here that are third stringers now. A lot of injuries in, in, in the NFL this year uh, with quarterbacks. It's yeah. Kaepernick curse. Ka- he cursed them all. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, uh, <laughs> but uh, Detroit was the biggest team that were, people thought were, he was going to sign to because they just lost Stratford. Uh, which has been playing for the last 10 years with Detroit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he just got injured. He's been out four consecutive games. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. So they don't have a backup for him. And they just got a report yesterday, or I think today, actually, that they went with a third string uh, from a practice squad instead of him. So Colin, to this day, with his workout and everything, still doesn't have a job. Yeah. Um, it's kind of late in the season, to be honest, at this point. So I don't think even the team would pick him up right now mm-hmm. um he's expecting to do another workout in march mm-hmm. when they start doing um tryouts and nfl draft and everything starts kicking off in the spring mm-hmm. so he's going to give it another go but overall um there are a lot of people supporting him and saying mm-hmm. he should be there the nfl is you know 
a little skeptical on hiring somebody that's so vocal. Not to mention yeah. you wore like a... It wore a Kinta Kunte. Kinta Kunte. What the pro? Yo, dog, we got Kinta. I love that. I love that, brother, dog. That guy is on to something. And then there was some backlash from like big names like Stephen A. Smith. Fuck that. Fucking clown, bro. Clown, clown, clown. And you know what hurt too? Um, Shannon Sharp was my my was my dog. I really oh, enjoyed I catch Shannon, Shannon Sharp. Shit? Yo, dog, Shannon Sharp's like this. There's some real powerful people that they don't like being told what to do. And I'm like, you fucking. Uh, yeah, Shannon, Shannon I don't want to say the words, you know. But I'll mean? be honest with Shannon Sharp. I I don't trust oh. his motive on his show because he's out here with the the Newports and the you know black and mild and with the, the little henny and, and the, with the uh, wave cap, skull cap, and a full out suit. Like, he looks like an idiot. As a grown ass man, yeah, you wild it right now. You do it for entertainment. I get it. And the the the, the skip, yeah, skip Bayless. skip Bayless. I yo me, you know what I mean. I've been in trouble a lot of my life, you know. And I know when a down person looks at me with a dissatisfied uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, you know what I mean? With that fucking, if I could, I'd get you arrested, buddy. You know what I mean? I know that look, and I see that look on Skip Bayless's face every time uh, Shanna Sharp gets on some coonery. Yeah. And that's Stephen what I'm calling yeah, some coonery. Stephen A. Smith basically came out saying Colin doesn't want this job. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's, he's trying to die a martyr. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He doesn't want to play football. Mm-hmm. He's doing this for show. It's not about his career anymore. It's basically as much attention as he can. So, um, you don't think that has some validity? Not at all. No. Uh, look, I think there's no reason. Validity. There's Black no reason for them to not hire you. Mm-hmm. You're a great quarterback. You can play. Mm-hmm. The only reason why they're not hiring you is because of your actions. Yeah, and your protests. <laughs> Which, by the way, people are still doing, and they have jobs. There's guys that are still kneeling yeah, yeah. that are not fucking standing for the national anthem. So that company that blackballed you from making yeah, yeah. a lot costs you a lot of money. Yeah. Would you trust them enough to run everything? Like, what if my those receivers are told not to catch or yeah. miss every third catch? No, I get it. I don't. You know I mean? I, I'm not saying he should trust them. For me, and I don't know much about sports, right? But for me, I didn't get the whole settlement thing. Like, if you what settle, you like he settled with them, mm-hmm. right? He was never an outspoken person. He lets all these other people speak for him, right? Like, what's that light skin writer's name, right? Like, he's, he's like, still outspoken, Sean King. Yeah, Sean, he lets Sean King and people like yeah. that speak for him. But that's right? just his circle right now. But yeah, he doesn't really speak. And then he took a settlement, and then now you're vying. For that's a the book, niggas. And then you're, and then you're, and then you're <laughs> but the settlement is based off of him suing for losing. Yeah, money, you know what I mean. So the fact yeah. that the matter is, it wasn't a settlement to shut up. It was a settlement to. Pay okay, me. we're gonna pay you off. You, uh, but he hasn't been talking about it. You don't think it was a settlement to shut up? He uses his girlfriend Nessa to talk for him, Sean King to talk for him, but he's not out here directly talking about. I don't think he. Maybe there was a shut up clause in the settlement. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think Kaepernick. I don't think Kaepernick did any of this for for clout, man. Exactly. That's all it, I'm getting you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think, think that's any, how it is. Yeah, I think that's you know what I mean, yo. You you can see when someone's serious about their. Um, their views and their stances on things mm-hmm. because they're not attached to the things that they have, you know? It's, there's a bigger picture for them. So mm-hmm. they try to dangle his career in front of his... He's like, you are talking about career and I'm talking about the survival of a race here, you know what I mean? I totally exactly. get that. Yeah. But then just move forward with your foundation. I don't know, maybe I just... And he is. He's still doing yeah. that. Like, yeah. these three years, he's not out here Me too. I love Bobby Sports. And I, I agree with you on that point. I don't know why he's still chasing this dream of playing Isn't football. he in his, like, mid Because he, he loves football. Yeah. And quarterbacks can last till 40s. Okay. You know what I mean? Brett Favre played till 44. 
Brady right now is hitting 40. Yeah. 41 mm-hmm. or 42. So you're saying he hasn't passed his prime. Definitely not. Okay. You know what I mean? He's still healthy. Doesn't hit, have any injuries. But right now, he, he wants it because that's his job. He wants to play ball. If you love your job and you're told you can't do it no more, that's... But he loves the yeah, sport. Yeah, being told you can't, like, being told you got to give something up before it's time for you to give it up, yeah. is it's a very tough pill to swallow. Especially you can come you, play in especially, Canada. Especially but when you prepared yourself area? for this your whole life. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. What other area do they have football as global as the NFL? Yeah. You know what I mean? He's out here just, it's not even about the money for him. He just wants the ball right yeah. now. You but here's I mean? the thing. Okay, and again, I'm not a sports person. If you love the sport, the NFL is not the only means to play the sport. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. Like you can it's just the highest you know, level. You got, that's exactly. the goal, though. The goal is to play at the highest level. And he's done that. Yeah, but you did. But it got taken from Taken from yeah. you, know what, you mean? know what I mean? That's all he's saying. Yeah. It's like, I could still play. Yeah. It's not like, you know what I mean? I'm just uh, like, yeah, I I didn't, he's like, I didn't retire. They chose to not have me around. Because of the choices I made for the people I made it for, yeah, you know what I mean. If he was standing up for some 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 uh, white people, I'm sure this shit wouldn't have gone down the same Absolutely. way. Absolutely. And, and, and on that note, we shall take a break. <laughs> a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. What's up, everybody? This is Prime Time from Prime Examples. I wanted to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, we greatly appreciate your support. Big shout outs to yourself. Uh, we wanted to give a shout out to one of our sponsors at Aries Mobile Detailing. That's on Instagram. You can catch him at Aries Mobile Detailing. Uh, if you're in the Edmonton area, he will come to you uh, and clean up your car, clean up your burn damage, whatever you need. You call him. He's got you. Uh, the number is 780-782-0988. That's 780-782-0988 at Aries Mobile Detailing. Peace out, y'all. And we are back. So... About Colin Kaepernick, uh, remember the last episode I said, hey, the NFL might have the last laugh. Like they might say, hey, we're going to set you up with this play. And then knowing that they're not going to give it to him and then it's like it's a wrap. He showed up. He tried out. We didn't fucking dig it. And that's that. And the chapter is closed, you know. Absolutely. And and it's back to those hand signals <laughs> I, was, I was doing last time. Uh, it's the <laughs> rock in the building, you know what I mean? Hey, uh, I think Jay-Z gave him a phantom uh, one last hoorah yeah. just to make everything kind of go away. And that's my and that's my two final cents. answer. <laughs> two cents? <laughs> that's my two cents. That's my hoorah there. Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, we wish Colin Kaepernick the best. Yeah. That's for sure. Good luck on that. Yes. From everybody here at uh, at the studios, at Prime Examples. <laughs> We'd love to have you on the show. <laughs> we would, you know what I mean? Reach out, Colin. Reach out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Scorsese. Oh, big man. Mm-hmm. He just came out with The Irishman. Yes. Which has Robert De Niro. Boom. Joe Pesci. Boom. Al Pacino. Boom. Ray Romano. Boom. Man. 
some uh, big names. Yeah. What's uh, the comedian who Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah, Sebastian Maniscalco. came out with it. It's, if you guys haven't seen it, it's a Boom. three and a half hour movie. Cost budget was $140 million. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, because of the CGI. Yeah. Right? Exactly. The, 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 the technology. Mm-hmm. So they basically are talking about the Philly mob family um, and this truck driver that worked for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he got in ties with them and basically, you know, joined their – they had the Teamsters, which were the unions at the – Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Hoffa was the – The leader right? of that. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of tied in with that, but involves – if you guys don't know mob movies, like these characters and these actors right now, like – Facts. They're long, but they're well-written, mm-hmm. uh, very detailed, mm-hmm. um, great actors. But we'll, it just came out. If you guys haven't seen it, it's three and a half hours. Yeah. What Netflix. did you guys think? It's on Netflix, bro. I went into the theaters. And caught it. Yeah, it came out on a limited release here in Calgary. And I went to the theater, and I watched it three and a half hours. And the theater was fucking jam-packed. So I'm by myself. You know, I went it's in the best there. times. Best times. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had a, I, this is what I do, bro. <laughs> and then, so I went and I sat like shoulder to shoulder with people three and a half hours. Nobody budged. Everybody's laughing. Everybody's freaking like into the movie. Um, it's been called the last great mob movie of our generation. And oh. I truly believe that because these guys are about to die. They're no, all like, no, yeah, no, no. They they're on their way out. They're on their way out. Joe Pesci, came, Joe out Pesci came out of retirement. Yeah, exactly. They had to bring him out of yeah. retirement. Yeah. yeah, Joe Pesci is one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay? And his energy. Crazy. Yeah. If yeah. you don't know the movie, what was it Casino? <laughs> Casino. Um, Goodfellas. Goodfellas was in that. Fucking um, Godfather. Um, Al Pacino's. Uh, what's that? Scarface. There's, these guys are the faces of the, some of the biggest mobster movies of our generation. Actually, most of the biggest mob exactly. movies of our generation. So if you guys haven't seen it, it's a big team of heavy hitters. Yeah. Um, and That worked well together, too. Absolutely. Yeah. There's like, no egos. Yeah, them. like we were saying, like a, a cast like that of such heavy hitters usually can, like, uh, it can take away from the actual like production that you're trying to have, right? but you know I've like we've said they've all worked together before at one point or another. Mm-hmm. Heat and Pacino, uh, what's that? Heat, Pacino and De Niro, of course. Yeah, <laughs> but even De Niro, um, with his situation with Donald Trump, which is kind of funny, keeps it's calling him a clown. Yeah, he cusses the <laughs> but Fake Donald president. keeps telling him to wash out. You know what I mean? Like you ain't shit no more, and he's. I don't know how much numbers it made, but it's ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, um, yeah. and they got eight point four percent. as eight point four out of ten out of IMDb. So yeah, fuck IMDb because I'm some haters, <laughs> dog. They gave that shit an eight out of ten. Eight point four out of ten. Eight point four out of ten. Eighty four percent. Yeah. You're gonna get that movie? No, nah, nah, you should at least give it the ninety. Yeah, bro. 90, no. I didn't even know. That's in the ninetieth percentile. Until halfway through the movie. Yes, yeah, yes. I didn't know because when they were doing the snapshot murdered in mm-hmm. Ali, I thought it was just a movie and yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then it turned out to be a true story. So I started researching these people, learning more about yeah. stories, right? And real and people, like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I love the, Sebastian. And, and, and isn't it kind of crazy how they can get away with all this organized crime? Yeah. But black mobsters can't do none of that shit. We were get talking FBI about that. on them real quick. We're we did, yeah, that, that conversation really, like, when you're black, that conversation always comes up when you watch these Italian mob movies. Yeah, yeah. Like, why are these guys? Because um, they're in with the politicians, yeah. the judges. They're in they're the all, infrastructure. Yeah, they're, they're in all, the system. 
because they got upgraded to being white. You know what I mean? Yeah, money talks at the end of yeah, the day, yeah. but also that time period, your color speaks volumes. 100%. 100%. 100%. These mobsters didn't like niggas. They didn't like black people. Uh, they didn't like, like, they, they worked with uh, Bumpy Johnson and Frank Lucas, like, reluctantly, because yeah. these guys were just making too much noise that there's no way around and them. And they you know? knew that the drugs, <laughs> they can, you know, not put it in their Staten Island neighborhoods. Yeah. Crush it too hard. With yeah. You know what I mean? And put the, it in the, the black They don't give a fuck if they yeah. die or not. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, a lot of organized crime, but it makes for good movies. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Oh, one of yeah. my favorite movies are Godfather. Everybody likes the concept. Movie. Yeah, everybody likes the concept of a mob. Yeah, uh, organized crime. Yeah, organized crime. Of course, the Nostra, the Sting of Bars. No telling. Yeah, the no telling, which they all told on each other. You at know what I mean? Yeah, they're all rattled on each other because they're all regular dudes, bro. They're all like men. You know what I mean? They're but men. I don't think it's the end for them, man. I think they got, at least after the hype on this one, I think they can come up for at least one more movie. Oh, like, yo, Joe Pesci, how old are they? Oh, geez, that they're like, they're they're like 80, bro. 89, you they gotta be. They Let's gotta see. be. I don't know, man. I'm going with at least 75. He's 76. There we go. Joe Pesci, 76. That's it. That's not bad. Golly. Betty White is still uh, acting, and her old ass, at least 102. All yeah. her Golden Girl homies are gone, uh, and she's running it. You know what I mean? So, how old are He's 76. I'm yeah, telling you, they're the same all, they, got they, they good, came in together. They got a good year. Unless their health is kind of fucked yeah. up, we don't know about. I think they could do the Morgan Freeman yeah. shit. They could do De Niro Taxi. Did you watch Taxi? Yeah. yeah. Great movie. That's another great one. Great movie. Yeah. Joe Pesci's De Niro Cousin Taxi. Vinny. I even liked Cousin Vinny. Yeah. Home, you know me, my relationship with Home Alone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Joe Pesci is my specifically one of my favorite. Uh, For the people that ain't into mom movies, he's done. Comedy. Yeah. Yes, like yes, he was in. Or maybe alone. they'll pass it on to another generation, like Sebastian and Ray Romano, and no. they can carry the torch. No, like that. No. No. bro, you yeah, see Casino. Like you, yeah, you're such a big Ray Listen, Romano. We gotta get you on. We're gonna do a. Uh, we're gonna do a rundown on mob movies, and we'll watch a whole bunch of. Movies. Yeah, yeah, but you gotta invest in some time in that shit. That's some hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this movie was an investment. I don't know. Maybe Ray Romano can carry the torch. <laughs> <laughs> you, no. you, that's it. you have to watch Casino. You have to watch Scarface. You have to watch Goodfellas. You have to watch all the fucking Godfathers. Yeah. Then you'll see that uh, Ray Milano, everybody does not love Ray. Everybody uh, does love Ray. <laughs> I'm worried more on the directors and the writers. Yeah. Scorsese, too. When, you, when I saw it with Scorsese, Scorsese directed most of those movies, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That I just mentioned. So, but you ever yeah. watch uh, Bronx Tale? No. Oh, man. That's yeah. That's yeah. first uh, director gig. Uh, a Bronx still. That kid went to jail too. The main character. Yeah, that's yeah. A sad story. Sad story. In real life. In real uh, life, yeah. He went, he went damn for yeah. the count. Yeah, absolutely. Teenager from the Bronx. Is that one? Is that the one with People Hernandez? Yeah. Yeah, People Hernandez. No, no, no. no. That's, that's from another movie. People Hernandez. What movie was that from? People Hernandez. Yeah. Are you the guy still- goes. Do you know? Do you know why they call me Peoples? <laughs> nah. That sounds like it's. Uh... It was a heat. Or that, that, that movie it was a comedy, right? Uh, I don't know. You threw me off on that. Yeah, people, <laughs> I got I got to look that up. People's Hernandez. But it's a classic. It's a classic. No, I watched The Bronx Tale. I'm looking at it right now. That's more of a love story. But have Shaft, to sorry. Talk. It was in Shaft. It was in Shaft. Yeah. You brought up Shaft. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> There's so much useless information in this here. And it gets stirred up sometimes. My bad. <laughs> No, but good show, good. I honestly thought it's it's cinema worthy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm surprised it yeah. just on Netflix like that. So, yo, Netflix yeah. is the new wave, man. Yeah, I just, exactly. We were just talking about this. Like, cable's gonna go out the window soon. 
uh, unless they can cut their prices and keep up with the competition, yeah. which they can't. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. there's things like like us. We have the fire stick, and the fire stick that's when it's loaded. Uh, you could watch live news. You could watch live sports. You could watch all the new movies, all the new shows. Yeah. Like, there's no point in time where you need cable. cable. Yeah. The thing is, cable right now they're hanging on to the big contracts like the sports. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They're sports really, is like streaming it. sports right now. They're getting into that, mm-hmm. right? But they're a little behind. On it. They're getting yeah. into the streaming mm-hmm. sports right now. Mm-hmm. But cable like is holding those days. Yeah. You know what I mean? So a lot of that's gonna be. It's like, got a little I, bit yeah, of fight absolutely. in it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But. So what's our last topic of the night? <laughs> Yo, you know what? I just watched, uh, I don't know if you guys watched Patriot Act, but I watched the last episode, the most recent episode. With Hassan Minhaj? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, last week's episode. And then we talked, he was yeah. talking about fast fashion. Yes. And today a uh, person came across. Um, yes, a some, relevant article. A relevant article, yeah. yeah. Apparently H&M, because in the fast fashion episode, they were talking about how it leads to uh, negative implications on the environment, mm-hmm. the people throwing away their clothes, and he said, "How many items do people buy a year?" Like a hundred and like something, uh, like pieces of clothing, um, per year people buy now. So yeah, so it says twenty percent of global wastewater and ten percent of global carbon emissions due to fast fashion. So now H and M is coming up with its rental service in Stockholm. <laughs> so people pay thirty seven dollars, I'm guessing, a month, and mm-hmm. they can rent clothes. What? Um, yeah, they can rent. <laughs> Wait, what? They can rent clothes for uh from a collection of fifty pieces, and then I don't know what happens if you damage the clothes, but so it's like books. Each clothing, yeah, it's like one item is roughly about that thirty seven dollars. I bought a pair of jeans from H and M like the other day for twenty bucks. Yeah. So H and M is their factories and their materials are garbage. Hot trash. Yeah. One one renter is gonna destroy that. <laughs> But then if you're paying $37 a month and you borrow one item, maybe there's a max on items, they get their money back somehow. Or you get kicked out the club. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't rent no more. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I I didn't really look into the story, but I'm not a big fan of renting clothes and you know. I, I'm and cool with thrifting see. and all that, right? Yeah, but even the thrifting shit, y'all. No, 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 look, yeah. that's that's a trend. Uh, a lot of that is happening. A lot mm-hmm. of people are doing the thrifting. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you do the proper things and clean all yeah. Yeah. I haven't bought but people do. Yeah, exactly. Um, but rent, that sounds weird to me, but for me, I think H&M just sounds like they're hanging on to a, to a thread there. I like the idea of renting, but I don't think H&M is the company to do it. I like the idea of renting when it comes to formal attire, right? So people who can't, like, you already rent suits. People yeah, already do yeah, that. yeah, that's fine. So for women, too, you buy an expensive dress for a wedding, and mm-hmm. it's like you never wear it again. It's nice to have options like that where you could just rent it for an occasion and bring it back because you can't wear the same dress twice. The weddings and yeah. stuff. So I think that the idea is good, but not H and M is not the. I don't want to be renting tank tops, and I don't get. Yeah, it. man, the transfer. You know, me, I believe in like transfer of energy. You know, <laughs> honestly, I like I. I don't even like being like touched. <laughs> so like the, the 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 thought of like wearing something else, some something that someone that touched someone's skin. Like I used to be really like open with like sharing my clothes with my cousins and my. And my and and like family yeah, members I when I was younger, that. it was like the hot thing. Like it was it wasn't like the hot yeah, thing, yeah. but like you know what it is. You're coming up broke, Mickey. Like you share clothes. Yeah. You got the outfit. You're looking wear that on Tuesday. You know, and everybody went through it. But like as I grow up, I don't like. I really believe in that whole like transfer of energy, man, and like the things that touch other people are touching you. And uh... but I do see the plus side on it. People are struggling. Yeah, and yeah. Just to keep up to date with fashion, whatever yeah, they feel yeah. like, you know, what I mean? job, employment, whatever, like 
even not struggling though if you have back-to-back <laughs> weddings you know like and you want to rent a dress here and there instead of paying because dresses can be expensive 300 dollars and you wear it once but you, you know? go to there's places for that you can rent gowns and and, and oh, yeah, yeah like but there's market for it but h&m like a regular oh, h&m is not that's spot. what i'm trying to no, say no, but H&M that's good for people that are just on a budget need a quick outfit yeah whatever the case is right yeah but good luck with them yeah. <laughs> i don't know uh like yo, I like at my wedding two years ago. Like I, I, I hugged a hundred and two hundred people, and I still think about it till today, man. I'll be at the window, like standing there, like thinking about that energy transfer. Yeah. I'm like, oh, anytime I feel an emotion I haven't felt before, I'm like, it was because that motherfucker touched me. Live <laughs> your wedding, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yo, you touch a lot of people. Yo, that. yeah, man. You really, I really do think about it a lot, man. Like yo, that was a day where I hugged like two hundred people, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really think about like energy transfer and shit like that, all that, you know. But um, yeah, man, that's a great episode. Thank you guys. It really feels good to be back, <laughs> man. Person, you gonna be here next week? I'm negotiating my contract, so we'll find out. Yeah, all right. I'm gonna flip this tape. I know, right? Negotiate. negotiate the contract. <laughs> you locked them down. You just Betty Crocker. That's right now with like croissants and all that. So you that. tell me you gonna cook all this and just leave us? Oh yeah, yeah. If a better offer comes around, for sure. <laughs> Yo. Uh, while you guys were gone, I tried to set up an episode with a couple of uh, guest um, yeah, like, speakers. Uh, guest speakers. Um, guess they they like it didn't work out. Yeah. But um, local one of our local rappers, Otis Raw, he's gonna be in the house. We I believe next week. Okay. So yeah, man, tune in. Come come. It's gonna be dope. Yeah, it's gonna be dope, man. He's a real good dude. Um, he just dropped a uh, an album. And and he, like a lot of the stuff that he talks, he talks about mental health a lot, you know. And he right. deals with it himself. And I that's one one thing I really vibe with, you know. I'm like yeah. he, the fact that he speaks on it, and now he has like merch out that the proceeds of it are going to mental health. Like the kid's on. I mean, no, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And he's originally from uh, Ottawa, so no you already know favoritism goes on out here. But um, yeah, man, we get together and have these conversations. So uh, you guys can get together and have these conversations. Thank you for tuning in. Peace. Good night. Good night.